Martin! Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Jobber Talk with Martin! Welcome to Jobber Talk. My name is Martin. And today we have a very special guest. Going here for his Buez tree. This guy comes from Rappler. This guy is Michael Bueza. How am I still special to you? <laughs> yes, of course. <laughs> You're still a special guest. We'll call this episode the Buez Tree because this is your third, your third appearance in Jabber Talk. Yeah, you plant me anywhere. I'm a Buez Tree. <laughs> Itanim sa Senado, Buez Tree for 2019. <laughs> anyway, so um, I heard Mr. Buez, you watched MWF2, Maki Wrestling, Wag Matakot. Live at Bahay ng Alumni. Yep, because it, the first time inside Bahay ng Alumni. It was nice. It was a nice atmosphere. So, uh, care to tell the Jobber Talk audience what you saw in MWF2? Of course. Down to the wire. Lahat. Sure. But in one word, it was... Oh, just to wrap everything up, it was awesome. It's a really nice show from top to bottom. So, ready to wrap it up? Are you talking about the top or the bottom? I'm I'm versa joke. <laughs> no, no, I mean, go. Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. So, care to tell me what happened at the start of the show? Yeah. So, at the start of the show, we had drum beats. Since we were in UP, but it's not of UP. It was the drum beats of La Salle. Wait, why? Yeah, because Coach Gus Queens made his entrance na. <laughs> so, way to rile up the crowd, no? We have the drum beats of La Salle. And there are some there are some LaSalle clouds in the area, so in the in the vicinity, in the venue, so you could also hear LaSalle chants in UP. <laughs> so you know, it just it's just um, Coach Gus trolling the UP crowd to the max. Oh my God, the UP was infiltrated by LaSalle. Exactly, he was booed as hell, <laughs> like it, and everything. And then of course after that, no, no, he he was his main point was um, UP is. Stands for University of the Poor. <gasps> yeah. How dare you? Yeah, how dare him? So also University of the Pobre, <laughs> and the and Dundao Galing, and that's where the employers of Lasal graduates came from. So employees of Lasal graduates came from. So <laughs> you can just imagine the booze at the by the alum. Like how dare you say that inside <laughs> the Philippines Premier University? So after that, um, RG came out. And defended that he stood for his own Universidad ng Pilipinas. And then they, they, the match started, as usual. Like, but at, at the start of the match, um, Coach Gus was, uh, has the upper hand. Like he had, he was beating up RG. But then when RG started to pick up momentum for himself, Coach Gus ran away. <laughs> Coach Gus exited the bahay ng alumni. And of course, RG and the referee gave chase. And then after that, MWF paused it for a bit. Because I think the the match would be continuing as the night goes on around the UP campus. <laughs> so RG was chasing uh, Coach Gus like he is chasing the one who stole his laptop. Yeah, exactly. Like he like, siya ng thesis, something like that. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah. So and then after that, the match, uh, the show has already started, but the first official full match. After that was um more ah sorry Angelo Silva and um Aldrin Richards taking on Morgan Vaughn and Ninja Ryujin. 
So remember, Morgan and Ninja aren't really exactly the like a tag team that drives together because uh, as you watched in a preview video before, um, Morgan hacked into Ninja's you know meditation and forced him to be his partner. So Ninja accepted reluctantly. So that's how the sh- that's how the match went. It's like Morgan, in- but uh, they showed some good teamwork for one. But of course, we Morgan, you know Morgan, he's too cocky <laughs> to show off. So he he had it's like konti lang yung shots ni Ninja during the match. But at least it was a good effort. But Aldrin and Hanselo, since their teamwork was really working too well or very well, it's like it's the sunod sunod. It's like a quick flurry of offense. From the get-go. It's like good teamwork from both men. Question. Mm-hmm. Was the fan from last event still there trying to hound Aldrin Richards? I, I was I was told. Like I was told by my seatmate that during some spot, a fan attempted to run into the ring. I was told. I was told. I didn't see it. And then I think the bouncer was right there to prevent that fan from entering. You think that was the same fan? I, didn't know. It didn't disrupt the match. I was just told that someone attempted to run into the ring or approach Aldrin, I don't know, while having the match. Like, while he's at ringside, I don't know. But I was just told of that incident. But we have those, uh, I mean, later, at the later part of the show, there was someone holding an Aldrin Richard sign, so I think he's there. I think it's not that person. Oh, no. Someone's competing for Aldrin's attention, attention and affection. Yeah, he wants them to do the Aldrin, you know, pabebe wave. <laughs> Who do you think he's gonna find as his main women? Main women? Bakasi. Ah! <laughs> you got me there, ah. Go, ah, pabebeka. But yeah, I heard they lost, and I heard Ninja Ryujin and Morgan Vaughn won. Yeah, what happened? Uh, well, to our surprise, uh, Morgan Vaughn and Ninja Ryujin won when Angelo and Aldrin were attempting a, dub- a double, um, double team move. And then Morgan um, swept, like, he he prevented Hanzilo from, or is it Aldrin? He prevented Aldrin from going off the top rope, you know, the the bump, like, yung masasali yung kanyang, you know what. The afternoon, Ryujin countered Hanzilo with the, yeah, the Salida del Sol, the Salida del Sol version. So, then that's that. And then after that match, um, at, uh, Morgan attacked. Aldrin, so that's not the end of them, of their feud. Like, they, they already won, but, uh, Morgan still showed up Aldrin, which is Ninja Ryujin didn't take that too kindly. Like, why? Why did he do that? He already won. <laughs> okay, so even though he got hacked, he still has his own mind. Yeah, yeah, because at the start of the match, he just said, I accept it. I accept your challenge of teaming up with you. But it's, it was, it was up to that only. <laughs> okay, okay. At least it's not brainwashed ninja. Okay, cool. At least. All right. So after the first match, the tag team match, uh, what do? Oh, okay. Technically, that that was the second match, cause 
Apparently, RG and Mr. Gus were still fighting around UP, and yeah. we we got it through the. Uh, we have a live feed. I don't know if it's Air Coach live or it's really live, but we have a live feed of RG and um, Coach Gus fighting around UP. It's in literal, they're fighting around UP. If you know the UP campus, if you're an UP alumni, you really recognize all that where they're fighting by fighting at. Like at the first break, we saw them fighting at the in the front of the um, UPFI. I think it's a film institute, okay. or is it? in the front of CMC. I don't know, but I think it's the Film Institute, the big the big banner of what's showing. They're fight, they fought there first. That's that's the first commercial. It's like, you really, you, it's really amusing to see them, like, <laughs> fighting around UP and then Coach Gus being the coward that he is, <laughs> running away from RG after he got the shots in, something like that. It's, cool. it's a good moment. Alright, so after that first break, uh, we got to see that accent between RG and Coach Gus. What was the next match that you watched in MWF2? It was both soft and hard. I think soft because it's a pillow fight match, and it's hard because it was both participants were hard hitting. <laughs> so this was from the last event that the pillow match, pillow fight match between Ashura and Kyle Poe, or I mean Kyle Season. Yeah, Kyle Season, yeah. So, both bought pillows. At least if you consider um, Ashra's teddy bear as a pillow. I don't know if that counts. <laughs> she well, the teddy bear. Okay, well, she... And then the caveat is... Um, Kyle, What's the caveat? Kyle brought his pillow also. But he first hid it under the ring. It's like he didn't want to use it first. So, the, ones, the one pillow I played during the match was um, Ashra's teddy bear. Teddy bear. Yes. But, well, okay, maybe... It... Did it look like a real teddy bear? Just a, oh, it was a teddy bear, a real stuffed toy teddy bear, not not a pillow. No, no, not a pillow. But it still counts, I guess. Uh, well, Kyle has a pillow, so I guess that's technically that's what makes the match happen. Because anything that's no DQ, yeah. So it's really a pillow fight, and someone in the audience, I'll hide it by the name um, Alexander Bomonte III. I don't know. Someone that guy gave a pillow. You know, the pillows, Chichiria. Oh man, that's my favorite. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why didn't he give that to us? That, he technically gave a pillow, but Kyle didn't use it. It's like, I won't use it. <laughs> he just threw it across the ring. and then. Happy birthday though, Mr. Financially Pillowable Man. Yeah, and the all-out war champion. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Okay. Yeah, so Ashura has the upper hand during this match. Like, of course. Kyle has also has his shots in. Of course. And then after that, Ashura was about to end it. But at that point in time, Kyle got his pillows na from under the ring. But as we later found out, it was not an ordinary pillow. It was a stuffed pillow. More stuffed teddy bears inside that pillow? No, it's not just teddy bears inside that pillow. It's some, some hard object inside that pillow. So if you, if you watch the video, you would really hear the... Yeah, I think it's not a clank. It's, it's really hard stuff like... Spewing something. Besides, it spewed something. It really, you could really imagine it was cement. Okay, ouch. Something like that. Because parang may aboe. It's like may umusok na something when it hit. So it puffed out it like puffed smoke out, exactly. thing. So you could really see the mist or the cloud of ash or something. So, of course, that put Ashra to sleep. Yep. Giving the wind to Gi- Giving the wind to Kalsisan. So, he hit that pillow. And some ass spewed out on Ashura. But you are not a dito, Marty. No, I'm sorry. I'm getting infected. <laughs> yeah, I know. 
I'm getting pun-affected. Yeah, pun-affected. Nice one on Ashra. Nice. <laughs> so, um, and during this match, Kyle was really booed to hell as, as well because he was really a douche. He transformed into a big um, hype beast douchebag. <laughs> wait, wait. Hype beast? Yeah, hype beast Are you telling me he's part of the Kaka Ebros now? They had a photo after the show, but I, I don't know. But technically... <laughs> <laughs> he's the he's more douchebag than the famous one, so he's the the new. He raised the bar. <laughs> he raised the bar of judge. I mean of hypeness. Yeah, yeah, the judge bar. <laughs> judge bar, yeah. Hopefully, yeah. hindi sa majaja bar, but yes. <laughs> Sana naligo siya, no? <laughs> no, no. I mean, really. I mean, Kyle's work was. If you saw him the last show, Kyle was. Kyle was kind of soft pa on going all out on being a douchebag. But on this show, it's like, you could really feel that he is now embracing that. It's like, I don't care what you say. Like, I do what I want. I'm a yo. I'm a hype beast, yo. Like, even on Ashra, he did something on Ashra, of course. So he, he, he unleashed on Ashra. Like, he's not holding back anymore. It's like, hey, <laughs> if you're a lady, right? So in terms of Pinoy hip-hop, his outlook is now like ex-battalions. Hayaan mo na sila. Yes, sige-sige maglibak, no? <laughs> Kalimutan. Huwag na siya pwede natin makakalimutan yung ginawa niya. Like, what he did to Ashra was very heinous. Because, so heinous that after the match, when he went backstage, Mr. Lucha scolded Kyle because sabi niya, hindi ito yung tinuro ko sa inyo. It's not what I taught you. I didn't teach you to cheat. It's like he really shoved Kyle down and Kyle ran away because that's Mr. Lucha. <laughs> And we all know that Mr. Lucha is preparing for his MWF first round match, right? And then you have this commotion between your two protégés. So that would really take a toll on your on yourself. Even me, if I were Mr. Lucha, I would really go, get angry at Kyle. Well, I did. But bad boy, Kyle. That's a yeah, bad boy. Bad boy, Poe. <laughs> anyway, so after the... The, that's the very first pillow match in MWF history and in Philippine wrestling history. But it's good that it's not your typical pillow fight like the tip, you know, the the diva, the women's pillow fight that they just hit themselves with. So this this was that was also hard hitting. It's not it's just a fight. It's not a pillow fight. It's, it's a fight. Yeah, there's like a few pillows involved, but at least a pillow was in the decide, deciding fall. That mattered. That's that's a good way to treat it. It's like. At first, like, what did you think when you heard when you heard that it would be a b- pillow fight match? I was thinking what kind of pillows we could have brought with us to yeah, yeah. give to them. Yeah, right. And then, and then, after, and then during the match, it's like, oh, so it's really a fight. <laughs> so no doubt, no doubt, it's a good one. Um, after that, we have Commissioner Mike Shannon entering the ring. Um, he was oh, as usual. He was in his con- so he was in his jolly self, congratulating everyone for uh, for showing up and for watching. And for um, tuning in to the developments. And then after that, he was interrupted by someone. Guess who? Oh no, Coach Gus. No, 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 no. It's co- they, they're, bo- they're still both appearing. They're, they're still both around UP, so we don't have to, we don't have trouble with them yet. Oh, thank God. Uh-huh. So who? So it was Mr. C. What? Yeah, exactly. It's the former general manager of the other promotion, Philippine Wrestling Revolution. I did not see that coming. Yeah, you, you really didn't see that coming. But really, Mr. C was there because he said, hindi siya magpapahuli. Like, he won't miss out on having a show in UP because it was really the second show in UP, right? 
and it's in a bahay na alumni, so Mr. C found it appropriate to show up. And of course, he wasn't there alone. There was the BWR crowd, of course, no, it's not, it's not him. But um, he brought his weapon, his manok. Mainax? No, not not Mainax, his other manok. He brought... Apocalypse? Nope, his other manok. He brought the other UP guy. Oh, thank God. Next, I would have said Dax. <laughs> is, is Dax from UP? I don't know. Neither do I. But, 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 yeah, but yeah, both of them are UP alumni. Yeah, Mr. Mr. C is a UP alumni. The second one is Sandata and he's also connected to Dax, right? Yes. <laughs> so, you, you, you stole my segue. <laughs> no, no, I mean, really. It was Sandata. It was Sandata who uh, appeared. So, he was, he was also proud of being having a show in UP. And competing in UP to the point that he really represented UP in more ways than one. <laughs> oh, uh, I heard it's because his mask was yeah, a bit maroonish and yeah, his gear. His mask was maroon, kind of red, but it's not maroon. You know the maroon of UP. Okay, not that maroon, not that maroon but, but almost close. Almost close. Almost close. Red. And then he also wore red trunks that is, to say it lightly, <laughs> is... Well, kinda Sandata Junior showed up. <laughs> Sandata Junior Junior also showed up. Uh, just like his old T-shirt, Bong Persa. Yeah, Bong si Sandata. Yeah, mis yung mismong Sandata. <laughs> In him, it's him. But yeah, I mean, I think it was awkward to watch that, but and to see that in your own eyes, I suppose. But I think his main point was to represent. UP colors. Okay. In that regard, he he passed, of course. Uh, I saw the picture. He did. It is well, not not that. No, guys, not. Come on. Yeah, I I know, I know, I know. So that's why. That's why I'm putting it out there. It's like let's put it behind us. <laughs> you get the drift. So, but anyways, um, since they're there already, Mr. C and Sandata was challenging Mike Shannon to bring out their best. It's like, hey, since we're here competing, we're like we'd like a fight. I'm sorry, but Gus is still busy getting his ass kicked, and that's the best. He should have been the best opponent, but his um, his client, his talent, Rex Lawin, was also itching for a fight. Oh, so uh, Lawin was itching to fight a Sandata. Yeah. Yep, yep, yep. It's like two birds wanting to fight. <laughs> Guess who won? But we'll get to that later. <laughs> so the match was on, and it was a highly back-and-forth match. It's like you have Sandata's athletic, fast-paced match versus Rex's, um, you know, hard-hitting, strong style, hard chops, stiff moves, everything. Just so you know, you still don't get it. I'm using many as many synonyms as hard as possible. <laughs> let's not think too long and hard about it. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So let's let's soften it a bit. <laughs> let's you know, let's let's pull it out somehow. <laughs> And then, yeah, so Sandata was able to hit his finishing moves, but the pagbasag, the kidlat, and there was this high, was this DDT, the, the one that he had, he, no, he didn't Rex. It's like he, he held his hand and then he went to the top rope and spun him for a DDT. So that was a cool move. And after that, but those weren't enough because Rex was already building up his own strong style. Like, he hit this, it's like, you know, Okada's Rainmaker, like he had that, and then he spun him. But instead of a clothesline, Rex was hit him with a super kick. Oh. That's that. He did that six times. Five or six times. It was, it's like Sandata can really recover from five consecutive of, of that. And then so at the sixth 
attempt of doing that, Mr. C just threw in the towel. And um, the referee awarded the match to Rex Lawin. So, the winner by TKO and... Uh, the winner by Tuka. <laughs> by, the winner by Bagtutuka. <laughs> um, Tinuka ng isang Lawin ng Sandata. <laughs> about five to six times. Yeah, five to six times. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah. By TKO is Sandata. No! No! Rex Lawin won. Yeah, Rex Lawin won. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah. And um, what happened after? Did Rex Lawin let him be? Yeah, no. No. Rex Lawin was still at Sandata's neck. So, he still attempted to hit that finisher a seventh time until Frankie 13 rushed in. The injured Frankie 13 at that. Wait, but he didn't hit it yet at the 13th time. He no. should have waited for 13 more. It's like, it's overkill. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. It's that's overkill. true, that's true. That's true. It's like he already, Lex already injured one in Frankie 13. It's like, he can't afford another one under his belt, I guess. So, Frankie actually used his cast to hit Rex Lawin and to issue a warning that Frankie is coming after Rex. That was a really strong, you know, really emotional message from um, fiery message from Frankie to Rex. It's like Reg- Rex should watch out. It's like it's so fiery, it's so emotional. It's like Frankie d- really had to, you know, they de- fought all the way backstage. Like he nabul talaga ni, <laughs> nabul talaga ni si Rex. Like after he talked, like. Hey, I'm coming after you. And then he did. They fought all the way to the back. And then that's that. Let's see what happens. All right. So afterwards, um, is this the part where uh, they talked about... Oh, no. Afterwards, I think... Well, since we're talking about Frankie 13. Yeah. Remember who he, quote-unquote, killed off last year? Moises. Ah, I ah. heard Brother Jomar and Mysterious Lady was up next. Yeah. And they took on the team of... Fabio Makisig and Gig Striker, the only guy who accepted his yeah. invitation. Yeah, it's like they played. I mean, before the show, they played all um, Fabio's attempts to get a tag team partner. So, if, in case did our, our listeners <laughs> didn't catch those videos, so he asked, uh, he asked, yeah, Rex, he asked Ninja, he asked Robin Singh, even Zayden Trudeau of PWR. It's just, just you know, training. Who else? Am I forgetting something? Someone? Coach Gus also. Yeah, it's like I didn't catch that video, so I, it's like a, it's at the back of the car. Maybe also the Beowulfs, I think one of them, both of them while they were training. Yeah, 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 both both of them. Yeah, yeah. It's like I don't know how he, how they fended him off, but yeah. And then he settled with Gigs because Gigs accepted. It's like they were eating at this carinderia, and I th- I'd suppose it would be UP. And then Gigs said. May kailangan kang ano, no? Naghahanap ka ng tag team partner, no? And then they left it at that and then MWF announced that Giggs would be teaming up with Fabio against Brother Jomar and the lady who who scared the, the hell I was about to say shh. Scared the hell out of Fabio at last show. So he was there to you know, to to haunt Fabio. It was, it was, it was really a fun match to watch because you know, you have a scared Scared Fabio. You have a action, you know, you have the action man type in gigs. And you have Brother Jomar and the lady. Who is really scary, for one. It's like, she's really intimidating. Uh, what was her type of offense? I heard she has a very innovative style of wrestling. Yeah, it's like, it's like you haven't seen a ghost. <laughs> no, I mean, it's like, it's like, nice for a ghost. For a mystery lady. 
for the friend that helped Brother Jomar. <laughs> she has really good offense. Like, she, she really um, captivated the crowd. Especially when she wrestled with... No, I mean, at first, Giggs didn't want to wrestle her. Because she's a lady. But then, Fabio and they eventually fought. It's like Fabio got something in. But of course, there's, brother, there's a Brother Jomar element. So brother Jomar also, and if, if it's brother Jomar, Fabio would you know bravely fight <laughs> because it's brother Jomar. Yeah. But when it's the lady, <laughs> he would really want no, no. It's like it's really got to the point like Giggs was saying, I don't know if this would be sexist remark, but babae lang yan. But kano natakot or something like that. So some was some were triggered by that because you know the phrase babae lang yan. But but you get the story idea of come on, come on, you should. Come on, you're f- you should be fighting because they're your opponents. No, his, his gig's point was, no, ba, makisig! It's his name. It's in his name. So why is he so afraid of a white lady? Then again, uh, the the character of Giggs doesn't also want to fight the lady because, you know, chivalry. Hmm? Chivalry. Ah, if there's chivalry left in that, if there's chivalry left in that guy, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Because, but one thing's for sure, he's really scared as hell of the lady. And that led to their, that led to their loss, yeah. It's like, I'm getting, I'm trying to go to the video footage, but yeah, Brother Jomar and the mystery lady, one versus Gig Striker and, Fabio Makisig, yeah. If you were there, it was a really entertaining show, like, it's a really entertaining match. Like, <laughs> you can't really make, Stuff up <laughs> or someone being scared as hell and still competing. <laughs> let me get to the let me get to the video. So we have the video now. I saw the video now. So Giggs hit Brother Jomar with this Calibre, Calibre, yeah, Calibre 316, and then the lady pulled Fabio out of the ring. So as you could see, there's like because Fabio was the legal person. Oh my gosh! Okay. So it's like Brother Jomar and Fabio were the. It's like, look, look at Fab. See? It's like, lang yan. that's the part. And then Fabio came back in. I, I think Fabio came back in. Giggs was reasoning. It's like, look, look at Fabio holding at the ring post. No, I mean, sorry. Giggs was the legal man. It's like, Giggs was frustrated. Like, hey, where's my, where's my help? You should have followed up with a kick or something. It's like there. It's like, boom. Brother Jomar hit him with this finisher. Ram. Is that an inverted DDT? Yeah. Yep. It's like Sting. Sting's finisher. So there. So Brother Jomar won. And the lady. So not only is this the first victory of Brother Jomar and the mystery lady, Mm -hmm. but this is the first time in MWF history that Fabio Makisig has lost a match. At least in a non-singles match. In a non-singles. Oh, yes. Mm -hmm. He's still undefeated in singles matches. So, will we see Fabio Makisig braving as like manning up and facing this mystery lady? I don't know. We can say. We will find that out soon, mga kapafeds. Yes. And then after that match, um, they could, it's like they, um, they show this clip of who is the mystery lady. Oh. Yep, they explained it. It's like, who is this lady? It's like, um, this is in connection with their video. Um, Giggs and Fabio were in a, their, the sequel to their um, mini clip last show. Like, this is Sagot Kita 2. Uh, action, I forgot the title, sorry. 
Yeah, uh, there's so, this new video from Fabi from Gig Striker, the part two of the video he showed last show. Yeah, so this is the sequel for Sagot Kita Two Action Mission Action. So they at this point they were investigating the death of someone, I suppose. So this is in connection with the mystery lady. So apparently, um, Giggs was finding out the connection between Brother Jomar and the lady. And he found out, he saw a video clip, they both saw a video clip of um, Brother Jomar and the lady who is named as Jorel. Her name is Jorel. Um, in the video clip, and then it's like an initiation. It's like, it's like accepting them to the to their, you know, to their group. And then someone showed up to praise Brother Jomar. And guess who showed up? Moises. Yes, sir. Moises Liwanag is back. He's resurrected from the dead. <laughs> he came back from the darkness and into the light. <laughs> Shadow Liwanag. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You, you want different. <laughs> you get a different reference. But yeah, um, Moises is back, guys. <laughs> it's like he explained that as... It's it's like it's like death is necessary for things to live. It's like in Tagalog that kailangan ng kamatayan para ma, para ma, para may mabuhay or something like that. Along those lines. So that explains Moises' return. So I can't wait to see Moises. <laughs> same here, same here. Yeah, I can't wait to no, you know, have him have him pray over me. <laughs> oh yeah, the prayer thing. Yeah, it's like it's like brother Jomar has had uh, you know, that wasn't doing it too much. But at least he was also playing over some. But Moises really has that, you know. I miss his special kind of pray over. His prayers actually heal people from injuries. Yeah, and it also heals me of my corniness. See, I don't do any anymore. Your what? My corniness, you know, my puns. I don't do it anymore. So, Moises, please bring it back to me. It'll come back, man. Hey, if last show he's back, who else could be back for MWF? Right? Yeah. We might and speaking of still, um, meanwhile, the match <laughs> within Coach Gus and RG is still ongoing. It's still in progress around UP. And at, after that, after they played the um, mission action video, they were seen fighting in front of the, um, you know, the incident at UP? The one that got, that caught on fire. It's like their um, cooperative the 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 one the the places that were that were fired up but yeah, uh, like yung nasunog na area ng UP it's like they fought there's like RG paid tribute to that um cooperative um store or cooperative you know place like many shops and then RG came ah, RG sorry coach Gus attacked him from behind and then the match continued until we have there and then I don't know if this will end <laughs> it's like they're fighting around UP <laughs> and it's dark it's like six seven p.m I mean, it's it's that it's that you know, <laughs> UP is really <laughs> it's night UP at night. <laughs> so after that, um, the creative director of um, MWF, William. yeah, William Elvin, came out to announce that um, MWF is also setting up an MWF foundation. This would be their um, corporate social responsibility um, stuff. It's like. They want to raise funds for their advocacies and for their future, you know, plans outside of wrestling, like helping people out. And I think I heard Milam Elvin say that they would also help the ones that affected by the um, fire at UP. So they would be, I think, proceeds from that foundation or like funds from that foundation would also go through 
to helping those affected by the UP fire. So that's really um I mean it's really touching. It's like a good parts like you haven't besides WWE, you haven't heard any other wrestling company having a foundation to help others outside of wrestling at that. It's like really genuine, heartfelt, you know, effort from WF. So I salute them for that. It's a good move. It's a really unprecedented, right? It's like helping people out. Spreading the love. <laughs> so, it's now time for the main event. How about the brackets? Uh, let's get to that later. Okay, so, uh, I'll let you have the brackets. But, uh, let's talk it out after. But, um, this is the first, speaking of the brackets, it's the first round of the MWF Championship Tournament. So, let's see. Who will be, this will be composed of like 16 people, right? It's a full 16-man bracket. 16-person bracket, sorry. Uh, for the MWF Championship. And the first ever match was Mr. Lucha versus Robin Sane. It's like, there's no love lost between the two. Their friendship is on and off. They put their friendship aside for a while because this is really a high-stakes match. Like, for the championship. Like, they're there already for... MWF already there for, like, more than two two years. And it's this and this is their first championship. So, this is a high-stakes match. Right? <laughs> so, Mr. Lucha and Robin Sane really have to put it all out there. And you could only imagine what they brought to the table. It's like, they gave everything. It's like, really a long match, but it was really worth it, because you could really see that, you know, it's like, that's what Robin's saying, that's Mr. Lucha. They're, they're, they're since day one, and they're fighting. Like, like, could you absorb that? Like, could you absorb, could you take in fighting your friend? Like, right? So you could really imagine the drama. It's just really high stakes. They went back and forth. Like even the kids <laughs> were so, you know, at their they're biting their nails. Yeah, at the edge of their seats, like, who would win this one? <laughs> I wish you were there. It's like uh <sighs> play back and forth. It's like many, many, many times you thought it was over, but it wasn't. Like there's there's Robin saying flying out of the ring. There's Mitchell Lucha landing, it's like slamming Robin Sane all around with all his size and strength. And, and and in the end, you could really feel that the match really went long enough that they had to reconsider their friendship. It's like Robin went for the 450, but he reconsidered it. As in, he really thought about it long and hard. It's like, would I do this? Would I land this? So eventually, he flew, but Mr. Lucha, he took a long time enough that Mr. Lucha rolled away. It's not a full 450, it's like he landed on his back. But even then, um, it's like Mr. Lucha tried to take advantage of that. It's like he went for his finisher, but still wasn't enough. It's like really, it's really, really, really nail-biting. Until Robin Sane just rolled Mr. Lucha out of nowhere for the victory. It's like Robin, Robin Sane advances to the second round, or the, the next round. Of the NWF Championship Tournament. Nice. It's really, really, it's like, you could really feel the respect by both men for each other that after the match, it's like, Robin Sane playfully sat beside, like, like in this photo. Like, you could see Mr. Robin Sane, Mr. Sane, Mr. Sane, um, playfully sitting beside, it's like Mr. playfully. Lucha. Yeah, it's like, here, look. So we have a picture of Mr. Sane and Mr. Lucha, aka, Ginoong Sane at Ginoong Lucha? Yeah, like, or, like, like, you understand, Mr. Lucha is really frustrated that he didn't have this match in the bag. It's like, Robin Sane got it. It's like, sat down beside him. 
It's like, it's okay. But it's like, it's like they just talk casually and then after that, they got up and they hug. They shook hands, they hug, they... It's like really mad respect for each other. It's like, wow. This is really good. Yes, look. They really embraced when they were sitting. <laughs> it's, really, it's a really heartwarming ending. And I really thought, I was focusing my camera when they were embracing because I was afraid... Mr. Rucha would do a Shinsuke. Oh. <laughs> oh no. He might give the pin Sasha. Yeah, right? So he might do that, you know, low blow and everything. Mr. Pucha. <laughs> Something like that. But no, he didn't. It's like, it's like you could really feel that they have mutual respect for each other. Like, you really understand that Mr. Lucha is frustrated, but he didn't go there. But after the match, someone went there. Koholun. He was, he appeared in the yeah, screen. He appeared on the screen and saying, you, Robinson, one-on-one, again. So, when we'll see that, we don't know. But at least we know that Robinson is already advancing to the first round, uh, to the next round of the championship tournament. So, he would, en route to that next challenge, like who would be faced next on the tournament, he would have to face Oholun again, sometime soon. I don't know. Let's see. Yep. But at least it was announced that after two months, like two months later... MWF's next show would, uh, would happen. It's like in July 8th. Still at the Bahay ng Alumni for MWF Republica. Oh, Republica's yeah. back. Republica's back and it's for their third show in their first year. So, uh, guys, not only did Robin Sane win, Mr. Lutz's winning streak has been broken. So, not only is Robin Sane now a chaser, Trailblazer, speed chaser, the daredevil himself. And history maker. And history maker. And now he is the streak breaker. Yeah, the streak breaker. Ah, nice. Yeah. That's insane. <laughs> I do not envy Sunny Go intro. Oh, I do not envy Sig Petso's job now. Because huh? that's a lot of intros. Yeah. <laughs> no, I mean, at least. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot already. He can handle that too well. He can do it. He's, yeah. he's Mr. Petso. Yeah. But yeah, let's go to Bracketology. So, there are 60 names on the left side. Who would Robin Sane face? Uh, oh, I'm... Who? I don't know. I, I really haven't seen the bracket too clearly. So, uh, who, who, who? 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 On his side, the right side of the brackets, it's Robin Sane, Mr. Lucha. Oh, the so winner he, is Robin Sane. Yep. So he will be facing, according to the brackets, yeah. the winner of the match of Hanselo Silva or Ninja Ryujin. Ooh, wow, that's a tough one to call. Both men are, both men are, you know, nice. Both men are great. And wow. below yeah. that is Rex Lawin versus TBA to be announced. Wow, okay. And the winner of that will be facing the winner of Frankie 13 versus Ashura. Ah, so that would be a rematch from last, from the last two shows. Open house, yeah, wow. This is, uh, wow. So I really saw this for the first time. So who would Drex Lawin face? <laughs> Maybe Sandata Part 2? Sandata Part 2, oh, Sandata in an NWF tournament. Oh, well, I guess, let's see. Maybe Coach Gas. <laughs> Wait, actually. Don't discount the Coach Gas. Yeah, because there's two question marks here. Because on the left side, yeah, on the, left side. the first match is Fabio Makisic versus TBA. Yeah. And then, and if Fabio ever wins there, he's gonna face either his former tag team partner earlier, Gig Striker, or the one who defeated them, Brother Jomar. Wow, so the feud continues. Ooh, okay. Yeah, so he has, he can't escape from crossing fate. Hey, lad. Mr. Lady, no? 
Wow! <laughs> si Jorel. Naku, pag si Jorel na, if Jorel would be the one facing Fabio, wow! <laughs> Let's see how Fabio reacts. Wow! Oh no, Fabio. Well, at least it's in the ring, not outside a dark UP area. Wow, yeah, exactly. Like <laughs> balete and everything. <laughs> see, I guess RG and the uh, Coach Gus got lucky because the white lady was busy wrestling inside the ring. Yeah. So let's go to the last two matches for the left side racket. First round. Aldrin Richards takes on Kyle Poe, uh, Kyle Season. Oh, and the winner of that match will be facing Morgan Vaughn or RG. Mm, another, another tough bracket, huh? Lalo na yung RG versus ano? RG versus Morgan Vaughn. Oh. But if you notice, mm-hmm. there are question marks, two question marks. Yeah. And in the active roster, we didn't mention Aldrin. Oh, no, we did mention Aldrin. I'm sorry. We didn't mention Coach Gus. We didn't mention Jarrell. So one or both of them should be in this, in this bracket. And you can discount, of course, Ho-Ho-Lun. Ho-Ho-Lun, that's right. Also discount um, the Eurasian Dragon. He, he, could, he could be there. Who knows? Or the Resurrected. Brother, yes, exactly, yeah. Moises, Brother Moises. Yeah, Moises could already be there also. Let's see. Fabio versus Moises. Oh, that's nice. Or maybe Lawin versus Moises. Oh. Okay. But it would be funny if Lawin and Coach Gus would face, no? <laughs> like, Coach, what's this? <laughs> but you can also, um, you can also um, dismiss having another PW wrestler crossover besides Sandata. Who knows? So, if you have Lawin as your opponent, would you like to be in a tournament? Would you like to face Lawin in a tournament? In the first round of that? Like, really? <laughs> uh, that sounds dangerous, man. Exactly. But speaking of Coach Gus and RG, what happened? Oh, yeah. After the main event, it's like the credits already rolling. And then the drums are back. There's a post-credit scene. Yeah, post-credit scene, exactly. It's like Coach Gus and RG were running <laughs> into the ring. Like, they, they came back. Like they they they're um, they're fight this is still fighting and you know it's like it's like Coach Gus has the um, has his entrance also it's like there's still the LaSalle drums but oh no I think it's the UP drums already but I don't know I'm not as I'm not of that you know but still the drums are there and then Coach Gus still has the upper hand but then it's like he's he's, he's about to win when RG again recovered enough and then um, Rex. Tried to Rex tried to um, stop that. It's like, hey, <laughs> he beat up RG, and then of course Sandata came in for the save again, and and then along with Mr. C, and then um, surprisingly, um, someone else helped um, RG. Someone threw a baton, you know, the baton of when they're twirling baton. Someone threw a baton to uh, to RG. And it was Tarek. Why a baton? Oh. Yeah, it's like Tarek gave the baton. I don't know why. It's like, surprisingly, some... I thought it was Mr. C giving the baton to... You know, it's like they threw him. I saw him, but then I, I saw Tarek. It was Tarek throwing the baton. He's back after the heinous assault by that's Rex Lawit. Correct me if I'm wrong, but that, that's what I saw. And then RG used that baton to hit Coach Gus and then his finisher for the win. And then uh, after that, um, Sandata, Mr. C, and RG, all from UP, um, led the crowd in singing, Ooh, ni Bersidad ng Pilipinas. <laughs> it's really, it's really fun way to end a show 
in UP. <laughs> We're singing the UP theme. It's like exciting times. <laughs> yeah, if you guys missed it, we hope you guys enjoyed our episode here with Mr. Boezi. Where can we see you on social media or any Facebook like page you want to talk about? Oh, so you could uh, follow me at Twitter. That's at Mike Bueza. That's Mike B-U-E-Z-A. So um, also on Curious Cat. I'm not getting questions, guys, <laughs> from Curious Cat. That's Curious Cat. That M-E slash um, Bwezi. That's B-U-E-Z-Z-Y. Okay. And you could also find me on Facebook with a blue check mark. That's me. You know, because it's verified. And I guess I know why no one's asking you anymore. Because they ran out of very deep questions. Yeah, so it's like, guys, come on. I can go deeper than that. But babawan nyo na rin para masaya. Yeah, you don't have to be intimidated by the amount of deep questions that he's been getting last time. We can just ask, what's your favorite color? Or what's what's the capital of Assyria? Yeah. So capital bus, the letter A, guys. <laughs> That's a smart move. Or what is the airspeed velocity of an unladen swallow? Depends on how... F- oh, okay, okay. Erase. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Sorry, sorry. sorry. Monty Python references. I don't think we get it. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I haven't watched. Sorry. I'm not too geeky to watch. But I might, might watch. There's always Netflix. <laughs> yeah, there's always Netflix there. Oh, yeah, lots of Netflix shows. We- oh, yeah, okay, okay, okay. And yes, guys, speak. Are you giving you a segue for another segment? <laughs> yeah, this is good enough. Because, uh-huh. guys, please help Jobber Talk and Channel 14 unsuck by being a monthly patron. That's patreon.com slash channel 14. Just like Boise, we have a Twitter. That's at CH14. All letters, no numbers. We have a YouTube page. We have other shows like Third World Gaming, Third World Linux, and the critically acclaimed. Radio Norm. Six seasons in a spoken word tour, please. And that's it, guys. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thank you again, Boise. Yeah, support Jabber Talk, guys. It's great. <laughs> All right. See ya.